Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are we walking in a winter wonderland? Dude, how crazy is this f***ing house? Or being stalked by the watcher? Your house is my obsession. And now you are too. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, October 13th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Controversial actor and comedian T.J. Miller says he has patched things up with Ryan Reynolds after calling the Deadpool star an, quote, insecure dude and claiming that he would not work with him again. Appearing on Sirius XM's Jim Norton and Sam Roberts show on Wednesday, Miller, who in recent years has been embroiled in multiple controversies, including accusations of sexual assault and an arrest for allegedly making a fake bomb threat, said that Reynolds reached out to him after Miller's remarks last week. It was really cool. He emailed me the next day and kind of said this is and it it was it was a misunderstanding. So I emailed him back and now it's like fine. Wow. Were you so did you think he would get back to you or no? No. What's ridiculous is it was just me telling a story from on set that I thought was weird. That was it. But I just wasn't thinking about how the media will meet it. Right. So and that's a big problem I have in general is kind of not thinking about what the repercussions of saying this or that would be. But I think, yeah, it was very cool for him to say, hey, you know, I I, I just heard on the show that you were upset about this. And I kind of said, you know, I'm not. And then we sort of just hashed it out really quickly. But it was, again, I wasn't saying anything. He is so funny, which I always maintain. And he's so amazing in those movies. And I, you know, I, so that was kind of it, you know. Representatives for Reynolds did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. Brendan Fraser says he'd be open to reprising his role in a fourth Mummy film, quote, if someone came up with the right conceit. Fraser said as much in a Variety cover story about his new movie, The Whale, where he also gave his theory about why a 2017 Mummy reboot starring Tom Cruise failed, explaining, quote, It's hard to make that movie. The ingredient that we had going for our Mummy, which I didn't see in that film, was fun. That was what was lacking in that incarnation. It was too much of a straight-ahead horror movie. Earlier this year on the Playlist's Bingeworthy podcast, director Alex Kurtzman called the reboot his biggest failure, adding, quote, there's about a million things he regrets about the film. Dr. Ethan Choi is hanging up his scrubs. Brian T., who's portrayed Choi on Chicago Med since its 2015 premiere, is departing the cast of the NBC medical drama after eight seasons. He'll make his final appearance on episode nine called Could Be the Start of Something New, set to air December 7th. But this is not a permanent goodbye. T. will return behind the camera and make his directorial debut on episode 16. 
T decided to exit the series after the end of his six-year contract to spend more time with his family and pursue other opportunities along with acting, including directing and producing. He'll next star opposite Nicole Kidman in Lulu Wang's upcoming Amazon Prime video series, Expats, based on Janice Y.K. Lee's 2016 novel. And gather around the Mahjong table. Amy Tan and screenwriter Ron Bass are reuniting for a Joy Luck Club sequel. The new film, Joy Luck Club 2, is in the works, with the original cast in talks to reprise their roles. The 1993 drama, directed by Wayne Wang and based on Tan's acclaimed novel of the same name, explored the cultural conflicts and relationships between four first-generation Chinese-American women and their immigrant mothers. The sequel would see the mothers become grandmothers as their daughters welcome children of their own, creating a new chapter in the multi-generational saga. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head over to EW.com. It's time for some snowy shenanigans on the season premiere of Winter House, today's number three pick. The Bravo reality show puts cast members from Summer House and Southern Charm into one gigantic mansion in the snowy mountains of Vermont and lets everyone run wild. Kyle and Amanda are enjoying their honeymoon phase after just being married, and Luke has his eye on a new girl in the house. And Paige and Craig run into some issues after a costume party goes rogue. Here's a preview. Play us a little ditty, Tom. Shorts, we're in Vermont. I'm a healthy fat. Gonna drink some beers. Maybe make some bad decisions. With our double visions. Jesus Christ. This season on Winter House. You need to f up, baby. Oh, Kyle. Who needs the Olympics? I'm sorry, Paige. I was trying to hit Craig. I will literally come over and jam my pole up your f***ing ass. Damn. First kiss in the house. This will be the longest Paige and I have ever spent together. Bend over. Whoa. I'm not used to living with a boyfriend. I'm f***ing terrified. Listen. What is Vermont known for? Sex? I've always been very, like, sexually curious. I don't like when it's too long. You just gave hope to everyone. <laughs> How cool is it being married? I'm in the honeymoon stage. They're so in love with each other. Come here, baby. Come here. Kind of sickening. Corey's my little brother in the fraternity. And you're essentially his role model. Oh. So we're Yeah. Corey's the heartthrob of our house right now. The girls in the house have no idea, but I'm kind of pursuing all of them at this point. You're single, right? Yeah, ready for some fun. I'm really excited to get to know Rachel. Go make your move. Well, snuggle on up by the fire and catch the season premiere of Winter House tonight at 9 on Bravo. It's trivia time. Ryan Murphy is a prolific writer, director, and producer, creating pop culture phenomena like Glee, American Horror Story, and American Crime Story. In 2018, he signed with Netflix to develop multiple series for the streamer for a reported $300 billion over a period of five years. His latest show, Dahmer, has broken countless streaming records, and his new series, The Watcher, debuts today. More on that in just a bit. 
But which Ryan Murphy show was his first Netflix original? Was it Ratched, Halston, or The Politician? Stick around for the answer. We've got a smash on our hands for our number two pick, the season finale of She-Hulk Attorney at Law. The Disney Plus comedy series has had some viral moments over the season, like Jennifer's monologue on feminism and Megan Thee Stallion's Hulk-level twerking. But now, on the finale, there are plenty of storylines to tie up in the slim 30-minute runtime. Hulking, Intelligentsia, Titania, what do all of these have in common? Will Emil Blonsky's transformation into abomination be explained? And will Bruce Banner make another appearance? Jennifer and Nikki are putting in the work to find that all out in this preview. Take a listen. No, just the sparkling water and a turkey sandwich and chips and guacamole. Yes, I want to see the rest of those baby pictures, Elaine. Thank you. Oh, my God. I love Elaine. Okay, what do you got for me? So finding the identity of these guys has been like one dead end after another. We know that Hulk King is the admin on Intelligentsia, but the site security is annoyingly airtight. I've been looking into the platform, and it is owned by several shell companies that are operating outside of U.S. jurisdiction, which... Like, how am I supposed to sue these guys if I don't know who they are? Okay, look, Intelligentsia is made up of exclusively dumb dudes. One of these guys is going to slip up, and they're going to give us enough information so that we can track them down, and then we will find them, and we will destroy them by any and all means. Legally. I said by any and all means. No, I am going to sue them for defamation and invasion of privacy and get them charged with unauthorized access to a protected computer. Ugh, boring. All right, if you want to be all Jen Walters about it. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, well, if She-Hulk is planning to sue you, good luck. Catch the season finale of She-Hulk Attorney at Law streaming now on Disney+. Plus. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. It is time to move into the most hellish house on the block for our number one pick today, the debut of The Watcher. The new Netflix series from Ryan Murphy follows the true story of a family who moves into an idyllic suburban home excited to start their new life with their young children. All seems fine and dandy until they start receiving threatening letters addressed from someone named The Watcher. The family's life spirals out of control with each new handwritten note they receive, and their mission to find out who the Watcher is proves to be much harder and a whole hell of a lot scarier than they thought. Here's a preview. Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard. Allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. Do you know the history of the house? I've been put in charge of watching you. 
this message will not be the last. I am the Watcher. Your house is my obsession. And now you are too. Am I? It might not frighten you yet, but it will. Give the house what it wants. Young blood. Can you keep us safe? out here because we wanted to feel safe and the opposite's happening never felt more unsafe in my life i don't think you're in danger this is just a prank it's not a prank you need to sell 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 do i'm still watching and i would be very afraid if i were you Every time I go over it in my head, I land on somebody else. We could have been friends. I got my eye on you. If you care about your family, you are going to get out of that house. Is that what we should be telling our kids? That if somebody terrorizes us, we just run? Oh man, well, this series, which stars Naomi Watts, Bobby Cannavale, and Jennifer Coolidge, will take you on just as wild of a journey as the original 2018 Cut article about the mystery did for Watts, who told EW, quote, that article is so freaky. That's what got me in. So keep a watchful eye out for The Watcher series debut, streaming now on Netflix. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which show was Ryan Murphy's first Netflix original? Ratchet, Halston, or The Politician? Well, there was definitely some conniving going on and some fabulous fashion all in The Politician. The dramedy series starred Ben Platt as a highly motivated teenager looking to win his seat as student body president of his high school and well beyond. He wanted to be president of the United States as well as Gwyneth Paltrow as his wealthy and loving mother. The series premiered in 2019 to mixed reviews, but was nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Television Series, Musical, or Comedy. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, edited by Lauren Klein, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.